It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with Bears, and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on in to... Locked on Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Fetch Me Home Delivery. You can use uh, promo code ZAC20, Z-A-C-2-0, for your first delivery free. I am encouraging you to stay in and relax this holiday season. Yes, it's still the holidays. Hopefully you have some fun football watching planned over the course of this weekend. There's going to be a ton of it, including the Auburn Tigers taking on Northwestern this Friday. We're talking about that matchup today, but stay in, relax. You don't need to leave the house. So if you're in the Auburn or Opelika area, download the Fetch Me app if you have not yet. It's free in your phone's app store or go to fetchmedelivery.com. And if you have used them before, keep using them because you know how great of the the quality of service is. So once again, use promo code ZAC20, Z-A-C-2-0 for your first delivery free. I'm Zach Blackerby. Michael Pappas, how are you? I'm great, man. I'm I'm laying down in a closet hiding from my family. So, you know, what cool. could be better? Awesome. Well, I appreciate you uh, you hanging out with us for a few minutes there. All right, so as we talk about this Auburn-Northwestern matchup on Friday, some personnel news came out. We're recording this Tuesday night. Um, Tuesday afternoon, J.G. Tate of Auburn Rivals, AuburnSports.com, put out a post in the bunker. Highly encourage you to subscribe. He does a good job. Of breaking news. I think he's the best at breaking news on the beat currently. So I uh, highly recommend that you check him out. But he reports that, as expected, Anthony Schwartz has opted out. I'll just go through them all, Pappas, and then we can kind of recap them all together. Um, safety, Jamie and Sherwood is expected to miss the game due to injury. Nickel, Christian Tut is not expected to play. Running back, Tank Bigsby is currently out of commission due to the COVID testing slash tracing vortex. I'm told he has a chance to play, however, is what J.G. Tate writes. There are other COVID testing and tracing issues. Not sure on which players. Then his last bit, sounds like running back Mark Anthony Richards has made up his mind and will not be coming to Auburn or coming back to Auburn. So the Mark Anthony thing, I didn't know that was back up in the air that he could be leaving. We knew he entered the transfer portal. I didn't know that there was any more to that. Um, So it sounds like that's been put to bed if there was something else there, but Obviously, the biggest thing from an impact standpoint, day one, is Anthony Schwartz. Um, you got to think if he's opting out of this bowl game, he's probably not coming back to Auburn. That's just kind of my assumption. I don't know, man. So when I first heard that, that, that was kind of my thought also. But when I think about it more, it's kind of like, you know, he's been very vocal during this coaching search. And it seems silly to me for him to have been, you know, as vocal as, as he has been, if he had made up his mind on leaving. Now, uh, this to me says that, you know, Harson is going to have to convince him to stay, maybe. Um, but, you know, he, Schwartz has track to think about also. So maybe he was like, you know, this is pointless. I'm just going to go run. Harson doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's going to come in here and convince these guys to stay. So I'm curious to see what that dynamic is going to be like. And, you know, there's been a ton of rumors that have swirled around Tank Bigsby. He, like, posted a um, 
an Instagram story or Snapchat story, one of the stories on one of the social medias. And it was like he was at a, he was at like a, a salon and a lot of people were like, he's about to get a pedicure or something. And um, I'm like, okay, all right, that's cool, whatever. And he had some caption like, you guys aren't going to like what I'm about to do or something like that. And I think I th- some people freaked out. Some people were like, look, I think he's just like about to get like a pedicure or something, nothing big. But that coupled with this report that he's currently out of commission due to COVID, that's interesting. I mean, I, I don't really know. I don't want to read into anything, but like that doesn't make sense to me. I don't know what that means, but that's something there. And as far as the Schwartz thing, like he posted on socials as well, as far as, um, you know, he was in Florida, not with the team. And so people were like, what does that mean? And then some people were like, well, maybe he has COVID and he's got to wait. Then he tweeted like an emoji of a clock. And it's like, well, what does that mean? Does that mean, you know, it just takes time? Is he quarantining and it takes time? Or is he waiting his time to do something? <clears throat> Excuse me. So like, that could mean whatever. I don't know. He's the best cryptic tweeter I've ever seen. And I say that with the fullest respect. Um, but as far as, you know, the rumors and the conversation that swirled around all of that, I think it kind of goes back to, okay, how's Harson going to deal with all of this? And like, these aren't Harson's dudes. And I just don't know. I don't know what that's going to look like next year. I, I really don't. I just don't see him being the type of guy who's going to have to like, feel like he wants to recruit these guys again, but maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I genuinely don't know. I mean, this is new territory for all of us. I, I do agree with you there, Zach, and the Mark Anthony Richards news isn't all that shocking, but it does leave them, you know, incredibly thin at the running back position. Yeah. Um, especially for the bowl game. Um, and, and I don't know, man, I, I try to read as little into social media posts as possible because it, probably it is, it is possible for these guys to tweet about stuff other than football, you know? Uh, I know that it's unlikely, but it does occur sometimes. I have been told that they have outside interests. Yeah, they're like actual people, not just football players. Yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, that's the story. I haven't right. experienced it for myself, but yes, but you I've have. We've talked to plenty of guys on the pod. We know that they're real people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, you're right. And so it's like, what does any of this stuff mean? And like, does it mean mm-hmm. anything? And most of the time, it probably doesn't mean anything. Because if they're making some big move, I don't think they're going to, like, do a cryptic Instagram story, right? Yeah, and yeah, and, and it's always possible that Anthony Schwartz was just kind of like, you know what, I, I'd rather spend Christmas and New Year's with my family than play a meaningless bowl game, and my future's in track anyway, so bye. Yeah, and, and we talked about this with Big Ten Ben yesterday, the host of Locked On Big Ten. We were previewing this matchup on Friday. And he uh, he said, you know, I mean, you know, pointing out the fact that it's been more important now than ever for the NCAA and these coaches of these Power Five conferences to really take into account and respect and pay attention to the mental health of all these players. And, you know, maybe... Maybe the coaching staff talked to Schwartz and Schwartz wanted some time off or something. We don't know. So uh, until it's reported that he's done and he does, you know, the, the the typical social media post of, hey, I'm done, you know, I'm foregoing you know, my time at Auburn or if he's transferring or whatever, I'm just going to hold off on any kind of overreaction there. As far as safety, Jamie and Sherwood expecting to miss the game due to injury, according to J.G. Tate of AuburnSports.com, 
that is a that's a bummer. Obviously, he he's a big part of what you do on defense. But hey, this game doesn't really mean anything for a whole lot of people as far as if you win it or not. I think individual players can earn playing time or an early look for Brian Harson's regime to start, you know, this offseason. So I think individually you can do a whole lot. Um so I'm excited to see some of the young guys possibly step up and get a chance to make an early impression on uh, on coach Brian Harson. I totally agree with you, Zach. And if I was Brian Harson, I, I would tell the staff, I, I would just say, you know, play as many guys as possible. Um, because, you know, we all know that bowl games don't matter unless you lose them. Mm-hmm. Uh, in which case, your record in those games will be used against you as a reason to fire you. So, yeah. And, and um, this, this game this, may not even matter if they lose it, right? Just given the circumstances where it's like, it's not Harson's fault. The yeah, Gus era is done. Arson's it's like not coaching. Yeah, so I mean, He's not coaching. So right. Yeah, no, I'm with you. You 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 play as many guys as possible. Um, I kind of want to know what is wrong with Sherwood. Uh, I'm thinking he must have had surgery or something when when the regular season ended. But um, we'll see, man. We will see. I'm I'm looking forward to watching Auburn play. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the protein bar that tastes and looks like a candy bar. It's delicious, and it comes in 18 amazing flavors. Um, Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake, coconut almond, raspberry German chocolate, peanut butter. My personal favorite is peanut butter brownie. We are actually out. We need to order more. Bars are covered 100% in chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. And I believe I got an email the other day that they're uh, they're pushing out some uh, some bars that are covered in white chocolate, if you're into that sort of thing as well. But these things are delicious. Absolutely delicious. They're all high in protein, very low in calories, very low in sugar. Great for a keto diet, if you're into that sort of thing. Highly, highly recommended. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code locked on at builtbar.com for 20% off. Once again, builtbar.com. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at kubotaorangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, Pappas, let's take a look at the game coming up this Friday between the Auburn Tigers and the good old Northwestern. All right, so I've got a few guys, and we were talking before we started recording um, our, our guys to watch are pretty much the the same ones, but we'll go through it and yeah. Let's start on yeah. the offensive line. Um, left tackle Peter Skoron, Skoronsky. He Don't a, know. Can't say his name either. Skoronsky is what I'm going with. Left tackle. He is a freshman. He's tied for the most snaps played on their team. Um, looks like he's played every snap this season. He's got an 80 overall offensive grade per uh, Pro Football Focus. He's slightly better at run blocking than pass blocking, but he scores very well in both. In fact, I was looking at his pro football focus numbers, and I'm like, wow, that's really impressive. And so I went to look him up, and I'm like, 
is this guy getting mocked in like the first two rounds? And I'm like, oh, he's a freshman. Holy cow. So I'm excited to see what he looks like and excited to see if Auburn can get a pass rush against this guy. Yeah, Zach, I agree. I mean, he was, was, is, whatever, uh, Northwestern's highest graded player of the season yeah. uh, on offense. So it's it's definitely not a, a sexy position on offense to have, you know, be your your highest graded player, which I guess would be most successful player of the season. Um, but it, it definitely matters. I know if um, if Auburn Auburn's left tackle, Alec Jackson, Austin Troxel, whoever it is, if they were Auburn's highest graded offensive player, we would be thrilled. So um, I agree. Yeah, it's a, Hall, it's a different looking football team if that's the case. Yeah, absolutely. Derek Hall, Big Cat Brian. I mean, these guys have their their work cut out for them. Yeah, on Friday. Yeah, excited to see what that looks like. I think it'll be a good experience for sure. Um, the other offensive lineman, I think it's worth looking. Another name that's not obvious to say. Their right guard, Ethan Whitaker. I'm going with Whitaker. 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 That's an interesting way to spell Whitaker, but it possibly could be. I'm not sure. But played a ton of snaps. Started every game. He is a solid pass blocker. He's significantly better in, in scoring as a pass blocker than a run blocker. The reason I point him out, and we've talked about this time and time and time and time again, Auburn's defensive tackles have not been able to push the pocket and impact throwing lanes as much as we thought they would this season. They're going to have to beat this guy in order to impact their quarterback. Uh, of course, their quarterback, we'll talk, to him in a, uh, talk about him in a second, Peyton Ramsey. I mean, it's going uh, to be interesting to see what Kevin Steele does and what Rodney, Rodney Garner does to push against his offensive line. This is a really good offensive line. It's not as good as Georgia. It's not as good as Alabama's offensive line. But we've seen decent offensive lines really stump this defensive line over the course of the season. And so what is Auburn going to do to stop that? Who's going to step up? Um, it's going to be interesting to see. I would love to see a big game from Truesdale. We've been kind of waiting for it all year. Is it possibly a chance for this to happen? Maybe his last hoorah if he chooses not to come back next year. That would be something I would love to see, especially in the pass rushing game. But like I said, we'll have to wait and see till Friday. Yeah. Uh, the defensive lines, defensive tackles especially, have been bad this season, Zach. I mean, there's no no sugarcoating it. They have not been good. And, and whether it's run blocking or pass blocking, um, this guy's good, and they've had an offensive line that got them to the Big Ten championship game. And looking, just looking at their box scores this season, you can see that this Northwestern team, you know, they don't have a, a super-powered offense or anything, but if you're thinking that this is going to be a Northwestern team from the past where the offense is just god-awful, that's just not the case. I mean, they're, they're capable, and it starts up front with, with the offensive line and with these two guys that you just named. Other offensive players for Northwestern, I think Auburn fans should look at. We'll end with a quarterback, so we'll go with our receivers here. Um, Kyrick McGowan, he wears number eight. He is not their leading receiver. He's the receiver that analytics like the most, which is important. He's a senior. He's got a 73 overall rating per pro football focus. That's pretty good. Interesting. He's second on the team in catches, but he has not scored. He does not have a touchdown and Pap, I just got a feeling they're going to try to get him one on Friday. He's a senior. It's probably his last game unless he chooses to come back. And it's going to be interesting to see how many seniors do that across the country. But you just, I just got a feeling they're going to try to get it to him on Friday. I agree with you, Zach. And it is worth noting that they, they've got 
you know, two or three receivers that are all graded on pro football focus higher than uh, their running backs. And, you know, that's that's pretty abnormal for really any Big Ten team, maybe other than Ohio State. But, I mean, they have good running backs, too, especially lately. Yeah. So, like, you know, for Big Ten teams, you expect good offensive line, good running back. And um, for Northwestern this season, they've. You know, not that their running backs have been particularly bad or anything, but they've got multiple wide receivers that have graded out higher than their running backs. And so it'll be, um, it'll be honestly, I think it's going to be pretty fun to see how the Auburn secondary is going to match up. And then the other receiver that is their main guy, he wears number 81, Ramad Chiakio Bowman is how I'm going to pronounce his name. He's their leading receiver. Pro Football Focus likes him, but just not as much as Kyrick McGowan. Um, so Northwestern I, clearly hates you, Zach, why with these it? names. They're tough. They're tough. Fortunately, the ones on the defensive side of the football are better. And then, uh, all right, let's talk about their quarterback. You want to lead the way with a uh, quarterback, Peyton Ramsey transfer from Indiana. Yeah. Peyton Ramsey, uh, a two, no, a three year starter at Indiana. Uh, and then last season, I believe he got either, he either got injured or he, um, ended up just getting beat out by Michael Penix. Uh, at Indiana and he's experienced. He, again, he led them, led the team to a big 10 championship game birth this season um, outside of, you know, one slip up against Michigan state. I mean, this, this would be a, a totally different story for Northwestern. Um, I think Peyton Ramsey is capable, but uh, he's not a guy. I mean, he's not Kyle Trask. He's not, I mean, he's not even Kellen Mond. So, um, I do think Auburn has an advantage when they're on defense. Uh, and I think it kind of starts with, with Peyton Ramsey. If they can get some pressure on him, uh, I think he will rattle. Yeah, I don't know where the pressure is going to come from unless they blitz some guys. So I agree. We'll, we'll, we'll have to see. But Peyton Ramsey, look, they, they like Peyton Ramsey a lot. Northwestern really believes in their quarterback. He can move really well. He's more athletic than you. a lot of people give him credit for. But yeah, like you said, he's not going to set the world on fire, but Northwestern really likes this guy, and he has the ability to make things tough for a defense. So Peyton Ramsey, uh, you got to respect him, and I, I think the Auburn Tigers will on Friday. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. The betonline.ag line currently for this matchup is uh, Northwestern minus 3.5. Michael, if you had to bet on this game, who would you put your money on? I would put it on Northwestern minus three and a half. Oh, I would take Auburn. Really? Yeah, I mean, Auburn's got something to prove, right? I mean, they're coming out trying to show they they need to they're playing for their jobs. Whether it's the coaches or or the players. I mean, they they got to prove to the head coach they're worth keeping around. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So we'll, we'll see what that looks like. If you feel one way or the other, or if you want to bet on any other bowl game, or, hey, week 17 is going to be very interesting in the NFL, and, of course, you got playoffs coming up, head over to betonline.ag to sign up today, get a free account, betonline.ag, and use the promo code Locked On L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, no spaces, Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. You know your stuff. Get in the action. And don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive 50% off uh, your welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles 
including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, Pabs, we've got a few minutes left. Let's talk about the uh, the Tigers uh, or who the Tigers are going to have to pay attention to when they have the football. So defenders for Northwestern that are really impressive. If you look up any of Northwestern's linebackers, if you type them into the Google machine, um, you're going to see articles pop up about Northwestern being linebacker you. They love their three linebackers. Big Ten Ben talked about it in his preview yesterday in our crossover uh, ben Stevens, host of Locked On Big Ten. Uh, Chris Bergen, Patty Fisher, Blake Gallagher. They like all three of these guys. If Tank Bigsby does not play, this is a big, big advantage for Northwestern because largely, of, uh, I mean, these these linebackers are really going to make it tough for any running back. I, I absolutely agree with you, Zach. And the linebackers are, they're good. They're, they're going to be the, the talk of the game or whatever, if you will. Um, I actually uh, think that Auburn fans need to be more worried about the secondary. Okay, tell me why. Um, the four highest graded players for Northwestern are all in the secondary. It's, um, uh, I believe, one safety and three corners. And, you know, that's obviously incredibly impressive. And, and we saw with this Northwestern... Uh, this Northwestern defense was able to do to, to Justin Fields. And I'm going to be honest, I think that starts on the back end. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's definitely a strength of theirs. I don't know. I don't know how relevant that is to stopping Auburn because I don't think Auburn's going to win this game by passing the football unless Bo Nix has a really great game. And then, you know, Auburn approaches this like they did in the bowl game against Purdue a few seasons ago, but one of those corners, their highest-rated corner, Greg Newsom, he declared for the draft. He left the Big Ten Championship game early with an injury. Doesn't look like he's going to be playing. Obviously, his absence will be a big deal. And you got to think he would have been the guy that's covering Seth Williams consistently. Brandon Joseph, their safety, he's their top defender per pro football focus in the eye test. If you watched any college football highlights from this past weekend, you saw his Remarkable interception against Ohio State. Big Ten Ben talked about that on the show yesterday. This is an AP All-American first-teamer. Clearly a big deal. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't think Auburn wins this game by passing the football. So, especially if there's no Schwartz. But uh, I don't know, man. I don't Just from a matchup standpoint and what I think Auburn's going to do from a game plan standpoint, I think the linebacker's going to be more important. Yeah, you may be right, but uh, I don't know, man. I hope that um, I hope the offense and I hope that uh, what's his name that that uh, Chad Morris comes out and is is looking to put up a billion points, uh, similar to uh, to Gus Malzahn against Purdue. Um, I hope that's what happens. To yeah, be honest. I, and, and it, so it, Chad, Chad Morris. I don't think he's going to be the offensive coordinator for Auburn next year. I think that's kind of the assumption moving forward. So if you're Chad Morris, I think you need to prove and kind of use a, a good game plan saying, hey, 
You know, maybe Gus was interfering with game plan. Like, this is truly my game plan, and I've still mm-hmm. got it. So, you know, he has a ton on the line. I mean, you talk about a guy who was the head coach of an SEC program a year ago, and now it's like he, he's essentially auditioning for another offensive coordinator job, and, you know, you hope he doesn't fall more than that. So I think um, I, I think you can make a point with that. And, you know, what does a really well-executed Chad Morris game plan look like? They're probably throwing the ball against these really good corners and a really, really good safety. So that's um, that's definitely a positive way to look at it, and it could be realistic. Look, Bo Nix, we've talked about this time and time again, I think he has the ability to be a really good quarterback. It's just, it just hasn't melded all together yet. And I think they've got the right guy coming in to help it all come together. But as far as this Friday... Bo Nix is not going to need uh, he, he needs to not turn the ball over, obviously. That's not a game, you know, uh, you know, a, a mind-blowing analysis there. But I, I just think when you look at what Auburn needs to do against Northwestern on Friday is they need to control the football, and they need to score 28 points. I think 28 points wins this football game. And can Bo Nix do that without a Schwartz and without a Bixby, according to reports? And uh, if he can... I think that's something Auburn fans can be really excited about going into the offseason. I agree, Zach. I agree. Absolutely. And and I'm looking forward to seeing what Morris can cook up. Me too, man. All right, so things coming up this week on Locked on Auburn. Tomorrow's show, we will recap the game from Wednesday night, Auburn basketball versus Arkansas. We will have that for you. And then on Friday's show... It will not be put out until after the football game. So there will not be a show Friday morning, but there will be one. We'll record a reaction show after the Citrus Bowl, after the Auburn Northwestern game. Pappas, where can people find you? Follow me on Twitter at CouchPapTato. Follow me on Twitter at CBlackerby. Follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnAuburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow to recap some Auburn basketball. This is Locked On Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.